You're a nigga though. I like your style, son. Thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics from music, politics, relationships, to issues that affect our black community. A very entertaining podcast. You won't be disappointed. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast. A podcast where the discussion will rock your soul. It's uncensored and no topic is off limits. Subject matters may be provocative and just downright offensive, but shit, at the end of the day, hey, we're just going to tell it like it is. Now, can I get an encore? Do you want more? So for thoughts with the Greenville boss, so for one last time, I need y'all to roar. Now what the hell you waiting for? After sofa thoughts there should be no more. So for one last time, Slit Nation, make some noise. Slit, Slit, Slit. Now who you know dope in the Slit? Read me that. <laughs> sofa thoughts isn't going anywhere, but this is the last episode of the year. We had a late start, but we covered a lot of ground in such a little time. This is the 10th episode, and we're almost at 1,000 downloads, which is a milestone I had set for myself from starting this podcast, and that's all thanks to y'all, man. I truly appreciate the support of each and every one of y'all, the subscribes, the shares, the feedback, and most importantly, I thank y'all for taking time to listen to me. This podcast has been my personal journal. I was able to open up. And show a side many normally don't get to see. And I was able to connect with a lot of y'all through my experiences and thoughts. Needless to say, this journey has been challenging at times, but it has definitely been a successful one as well. Next year, I'm going to build on the foundation I laid in 2019 and expand the Sofa Thoughts experience. So y'all get ready. I don't know if y'all remember the pilot episode. I said, we're going to build, laugh, cry, argue, agree, disagree. In my DJ drummer voice, I think we accomplished that. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good year. In 2020, we definitely going to continue to build and push this platform to higher levels. But overall, 2019 was a pretty good year for me. It was a year of personal growth. I learned a lot about myself and I was able to express myself in ways I haven't in the past. I had a few losses, but I also built memories that would last a lifetime. It was a good year financially and I had a chance to make a, well, I don't say make a, but make old relationships stronger. You know, sometimes you got those relationships that they're good, but they can be better. And I had a couple of those out there, but at the end of the year, like today, I could say 
those relationships are much stronger now. Some people like to reflect back on the year and review with regrets, things they should have did, or things they should have not done, and things they could have done better. We all probably could have made better decisions, better choices, or done something better. But I definitely don't regret anything. The losses were lessons, and the experiences built character and growth. What are y'all New Year's resolutions? You know, some people get tired of hearing, New Year, New Me, because people usually make resolutions that they don't keep or follow through with and end up doing the same thing they done in previous years. I personally don't mind the resolutions. To me, it's, it's a person setting personal goals for themselves. And I would never stop anyone or suggest that anyone stop setting goals for themselves. We're going into the new decade and we're starting it off with what I like to call the vision year, which is 2020. This year, we should start positioning ourselves for that next level. It's time to start manifesting your vision and your goals if you haven't already started. And if you have then this is the year to elevate those visions and goals to new heights. I'm so amped and hyped to start this new year because I know it's going to be full of blessings. I'm ready for everything it has to offer. I'm claiming it, and you should as well. You have to start preparing your mind mentally now. Start filling your mind with positive thoughts and start outlining a clear plan on how you plan on achieving your goals. I talked a lot this year about walking in your purpose and living life on your own terms. We start that now. We start that today. You don't got to wait till the ball drop and this New Year's. You can start that right now. Start getting prepared now. I made up my mind to separate myself from a lot of people in 2020. And this could be friends, family, whoever and I went back and forth about this for a while because I never want to seem like I turned my back on people or I changed up on them you know what I'm saying I know we all grow and progress at different rates and that's okay but you can't stunt your own growth by waiting on people to catch up to where you at feel me you still can be cool but when it comes down to pushing yourself forward to the next level, there has to be a separation from those who are not progressing. You have to surround yourself with like-minded people. People who want to succeed just as much you want to, if not more. So, if you're not leveling up or positioning yourself to be better, then I simply can't fuck with you. And I hate to use such vulgar language, but it is what it is. I can't fuck with you. Nino Brown said in New Jack City, it's always business. It's never personal. Nah, nah. 2020, this shit is personal. This shit is all the way personal now. I want everything that's intended for me. Nothing more and definitely nothing less. Anything extra, you can keep the change. <laughs> I understand that 
I had everything I need to get me where I want to go. I just have to make better decisions, stay focused, and be consistent. And network like crazy. I want the world talking about slick and sofa thoughts. If they ain't talking, then that mean I ain't going hard enough. So you know what I'm going to do in 2020? I'm turning the fuck up and I'm getting loud and boisterous. And I'm going to let everybody know who Slick and Soul for Thoughts is. You feel me? I'm ready to turn more ideas into reality. I talked a lot about support this year as well. We all need to support one another, build each other up, build our businesses up. But one thing we're not going to do is focus on who is not supporting us, but instead celebrate the ones who are supporting us. Focusing on anything that's not motivating us, healing or loving us, elevating us, making us money, is just a distraction. And we're trying to eliminate all distractions for our vision year. I think another way in which we grow is through traveling. Traveling to other countries. Traveling to other cities that you've never been before. Just, just traveling to experience life and culture that's different from your everyday life. I went to Los Angeles this year and that trip gave me a whole new outlook on things. And if you're from the South like I am... Then I know you probably hear people from other regions say the South is slow when they come down here to visit. I never understood what that meant until coming back from L.A. I saw the difference in lifestyle, but the overall energy of the city was like different. People was moving, hustling, chasing dreams, just living life. Then I come back to South Carolina and I realized how stagnant many people are around here. So complacent. And Greenville is a growing city. And there's a lot of opportunity. But you have to go out there and create them opportunities. I believe traveling helps with that. Seeing other parts of the world should make you want to go harder to achieve more things. It should make you want more. It should make you want to explore more. The people that are stagnant are usually the ones who don't travel. They are confined to their own day of life, so they lack ambition to do anything else. I seen this um this questionnaire about 2019, a year in review. And I wanted to take this episode to reflect as we move forward into the new year, into the new decade. The first question was, one thing I celebrated in 2019. I would say, one thing I celebrated was the launch of this podcast. This was something that's been in talks and something that's been a vision of mine for years. So to be able to finally launch this was a big deal for me. So that was definitely one thing I celebrated this year. One word that sums up the year. That's a good one. One word I would use would be creative. And I mean creative in the sense of 
a, a building. They say pressure can either bust pipes or make diamonds. Fortunately for me, it created a diamond. The trials and lessons learned didn't break me, yet they molded me and prepared me for my next stage. Next question is, one way I grew this year. I say one way I grew was learning to take that leap of faith and take a chance. I'm usually calculated. Like, shit gotta add up. And if it don't add up, then I won't do it. But sometimes you have to take a chance, take a risk. Opportunity goes beyond things we can't see or add up. It goes, it goes beyond stats and numbers. You have to have faith and believe in yourself. Those chances and risks could possibly be very rewarding for you. So, you got to take more chances and risks. Next question is, one place I visit this year and want to go back. Like I mentioned earlier, Cali. I had a wonderful time in Cali and can't wait to go back. Next question is, one thing I love most about this stage of my life. I love the clarity and the sense of direction I have now. A lot of people don't know what's next or where they're headed. They're just out here passing time. I know what I want and I know how I'm going to achieve it. I'm walking in my purpose. I understand things a lot more now and I'm able to make decisions accordingly. Next question. One challenge I faced this year. Ooh, man. I got a few to choose from. But I would say communicating and being more open about my feelings with my wife was a big challenge for me this year. But I'm proud to say that that's something I worked on and it improved our relationship greatly. It's still a continuous process but I'm headed in the right direction. Next question is, one thing I learned from my challenge. I learned that no relationship can last or grow to its full potential without being open and honest about your feelings. Don't just assume or suppress your emotions. Communicate and get everything out before it leads to something worse. Next question. One thing I said yes to that I wish I had said no to. I really don't think I said yes to anything I regretted this year. Maybe get my truck. <laughs> After reading and become more financial literate, I wish I would have waited until I got another asset to pay for it besides my paycheck. I definitely don't regret getting it though. That's my baby. Love my truck. Next question, one thing my spouse did for me that I really appreciated. Man, this list is a mile long. But I definitely appreciate her unwavering support. She pushed me 
to do this podcast. She just pushed me to new levels. She just pushes me every day to be a better man and, and husband. She supports everything I want to do. It's a wonderful feeling having that one person that believes in you no matter what. One thing I want for my spouse in 2020. One thing I want for her is to be happy. I want her to do anything that makes her happy. She makes sure me and the boys are happy all the time. So in 2020, I want her to focus on her and do what makes her happy. Next question. One thing I would like to work on to become a better spouse. What can I say? What can a perfect husband work on? Let me see. Let me see. I would have to say it's getting back to the basics. Getting back to doing the small things. Getting back to that dating point again. You feel me? You know, it's important to continue dating even after you're married or after you've been in a relationship a long time. We sometimes get too comfortable in relationships and we don't do the things we used to do. The small things is our spouses like and then enjoy. So I want to be better doing the small things consistently. The next question is, one thing I'm most thankful for about 2019 the thing I'm most thankful for is having breath. Just staying alive and being able to still be here for my family. So many people lost their lives this year. And some probably too soon. So I'm thankful to still be here. The last question is one thing I'm most looking forward to in 2020. I'm looking forward to being able to position myself and family to be financially independent. Me and my wife, we sat down and we discussed our vision and goals for this upcoming year. And we're just ready to go hard. We're ready to manifest everything we dream for. We're on the same page. We're aligned. And I'm just ready to see what the next level have in store for us. These questions was my year in review. You can also answer these questions yourself and try to put this year in perspective and hopefully it gives you a clear vision for next year as well. We made it another year, y'all. We made it another decade. Now, that's a blessing. Like I said, so many people don't lost their lives, so to still be here, it's a blessing. Be thankful. Be thankful for everything you have be thankful for family. Be thankful for just being able to see another day. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not promised. So enjoy the moments you have now. Don't dwell on the past. We can't change that. We can't change what happened. But we can build and be better moving forward. Learn to love more this upcoming year. There's a lot of hate in this world. So don't get caught up in the negativity. Rise above the bullshit. I hope this year taught you something. And I wish you nothing but blessing and prosperity in 2020.
Yeah, I know I used to leave y'all with an album of the week, but this week, I want to do something a little different. I want to share with y'all my top five albums of 2019. I used to do this every year, but it's my first year doing it on the podcast, so introducing something new, but something's going to be annually as well. I'm also going to give y'all some albums that didn't make my top five, but also was still dope, and I call them my honorable mentions. 2019 offered a lot of great albums, so it was very difficult to narrow down my list to just five albums. And listen, my top five albums would probably be different from yours or anybody else. We all like different types of music. I listen to hundreds of hours of music this year. And y'all, like y'all already know, I have a passion for it. I listen to mainstream and I listen to underground. So some of these albums you may never heard of before. So you should do yourself due diligence and go check them out after this episode. My criteria that I have in place to decide who makes the top five is simple. I look for bars, the wordplay. I look for concepts, like a theme of an album. Do they do they stay with a same theme throughout the album, or do it switch up? If the artist is delivering a message, do they offer content? I look at production. I look to see if the album flow, the cohesiveness of the album, and I also look to see if the album had replay value, meaning. How many times can I listen before it gets old? And if I do revisit an album, do I still get that same feeling I had when I first heard it? That one is sometimes tricky, though, because some albums I listen to, they don't sound all that good off the first listen. But once I go back and check it out later, it grows on me. Or I might listen to an album that sounds good initially, but then later I'm like, nah. I'm not feeling it much as I did before. So, replay value plays a big part. And most importantly, I have to be able to vibe with the album. I have to feel it. I got to connect with it. A lot of artists can rap and have bars, but I just can't connect with the album. So, that could be a reason they miss being in my top five. So, without any further ado, Let's get into my honorable mentions. I have Boogie, Everything for Sale. Mm, that was a dope album. Dave East, Survival. Little Brother, May the Lord Watch. Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Man, that album was crazy too. Ah oh, man. Rock Marciano, Marcilago, dope album. Sauce Walker, Ghetto Gospel 2. Man, let me tell you about this one. I went back and forth about adding this in my top five. Man, this dude, this dude be on some stuff, man. He be talking some real shit. I love Sauce Walker music. Man, that was a hard one. Rise Kai's Soul on Ice 2. 
Gangstar, one of the best yet. Dope album, classic. The Gang, Born a Route. Gang came through with his last album. Wale, wow, that's crazy. Man, Wale had a banger. Like, some of y'all slept on Wale. Wale had a banger, man. That album was fire. I could go on and on. Like I said, there was a lot of dope albums to drop this year. As a hip-hop head, I definitely can say hip-hop is in a really good spot right now. Now, to finally get into my top five albums of 2019. Coming in at number five is Rhapsody, Eve. You might remember this album from the very first episode. It was my first album of the week selection. I went back and forth on this last spot because, like I said, I enjoyed so many albums and it was just too hard to decide. But ultimately, I went with Rhapsody. This album had a very dope concept that centered around prominent African-American women. It definitely was an album of inspiration for black females. Rhapsody delivered a very creative masterpiece. And if you ever listen to Rhapsody, you know she can spit with the best of them. E, this album offers more captivating bars along with amazing production from the Soul Council. This album has definitely solidified her spot as a top MC. Number four on the list is Jim Crow, the musical by Add Two. This is another album of the week feature. This album was like a like a motion picture. While listening to this album, I could picture everything Add Two was trying to convey. He took his platform to discuss the social injustice and give insight of the black man plight in America. To me, this album was very timeless. It reminded me of Kendra Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, a very soulful, attention-grabbing album. It has a song on the album called Three Fifths, where he just goes in. Bars are crazy. Definitely deserving of a spot on this list. Number three on the list is Retropolitan by Sky Zoo. Now, Sky Zoo is an underground rapper from Brooklyn, New York. And on this album, he teamed up with the legendary producer Pete Rock for this album. And this album gives you that traditional old school hip-hop vibe, that concrete jungle feeling. He definitely takes you back to the era where lyrics mattered. This whole album that screams New York all the way through it. P-Rock lay sky with some wonderful productions with samples, old school drums, and he also adds some piano and keyboard play. Skazoo pen game is bar none. Not too many rappers can come even close to fucking with him. He tells a story throughout the whole album. I really enjoy listening to this album. Number two on the list is the plugs I made by Benny the Butcher. The Butcher coming, nigga. Y'all, man, this dude here, this dude is a problem. <laughs> Trust me. If you ain't never heard him, please do. He's a problem on the beats. Like, balls are crazy. This is my favorite artist right now. 
His flow and wordplay is just ridiculous. I enjoy everything he puts out. This album, the plus I met is the drug talk street album. It's not the, it's not for mainstream. It's that it's that grimy New York music, but it also has that signature Griselda sound. The album is only seven tracks long, but he delivers a banger in such a short time frame. He has some really dope features on this album, like his newest member of the BSF family, R.J. Payne. He has Black Thought on there, Jada Kiss, Pusha T, 38 Special. Man, the album is crazy. Man, he got quotable bars for days. Duranga and Beat Butcher did an amazing job on the production. Benny also shows his versatility on the last track, 5 to 50. If you're not up on Benny the Butcher or this album, then you're robbing your ears of some dope music. Go check it out. Finally, the top spot for best rap album of 2019 goes to Bandana by Freddie Gibbs. Every time Gangster Gibbs link up with producer Mad Lib, they create something special. This album is a classic, in my opinion. A well put together album that, fo- that flowed nicely. Mad Lib delivered amazing production as usual, and Gibbs got busy on each track. He kind of reminds me of a, a Indiana Tupac. <laughs> he gives you charisma, Gangsta Talk mixed with a little Black Panther. His hit singles of the album was Palm Olive and Flat Tummy T. I'm going to give you a few bars from Flat Tummy T. Gil said, Crackers came to Africa, ravaged, raffled, and rummaged me. America was the name of their fucking company. Stacking niggas like cargo over and under me. Picking cotton balls and coca leaves off the money tree. Whoo, man. He delivering hard-hitting balls like this all over the album. Definitely deserving of the top spot. I hope y'all enjoyed my top five albums of 2019. This is the last episode of the year. I enjoyed talking with y'all, and I can't wait to get into next year with more episodes. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and share Soulful Thoughts. Tell your friends and family they can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Not to be confused with Apple Music. You can find me on Google Play Music, Spotify, and Podbean. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Soulful Thoughts Podcast. And until next year, Happy New Year's and keep those thoughts soulful. Love.